I remember when yes. I was a kid, I would start thinking about my eyeballs and then be like, well, how do my eyeballs work? How do I know what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing? What the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. And I'm like six years old and I'm having a panic attack. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Um. Oh, Joy. Yeah? This. What is that? Fried bananas. Oh. oh. I've gained 15 pounds and I am almost back in my maternity clothes right now just because, fuck it. Um, but there's a part of me that's also like, ugh. I wonder how many, I actually found myself thinking today, I wonder how many people are going to get pregnant, not just because they're in quarantine, but just because they're like, fuck it, I'm gaining weight right now. May as well just grow a baby as well while I'm at it. <laughs> May as well. <laughs> I mean, at least you don't have to go to work when right? you sit around in your pajamas. I uh, I'm am super fat, and I don't say that in a demeaning way. I just mean like my shit does not fit me right now. I'm like mourning my inability to wear my clothes because yeah. this time last year I had just bought like I feel like I had just gotten like all the things I wanted, and I had like a sweet wardrobe of like the right fitting pants and the right size with like the shirt and I was like basically doing just a uniform of rotating clothes and it was really great I didn't have to think too much about it I felt good whatever and now it's just like man my big ass overalls are like too tight and this is the most that I have weighed not pregnant right like what no, not okay. Like, this was supposed to be the time. Listen, fucking coronavirus. I don't know. You didn't check with my fucking schedule before you showed up because I was waiting to have goddamn neck surgery. I was a big fat ass before that because I couldn't walk and I wasn't allowed to fucking do anything. And then I was like, well, I'm going to get my ass out of the hospital. I'm going to convalesce for two weeks. I'm going to get my roller skates. I'm going to walk everywhere. I'm going to start jogging. I'm going to do all this stuff. And I was, wait, well, go away. Oh, what? We're on lockdown? Yeah. Oh. And then the first month we were home, I was like, give me all the ice cream. So I've I've ruined myself. And <laughs> I have to like crawl out of this very fat hole that I'm in to fit in my jeans. <laughs> I think one of the other, I mean, I think quarantine has numerous uh, effects on people. I think one of them is the the weight thing and that trying to i don't know it brings up a lot of issues mm-hmm. i know yeah, that's a big you know. part of why i was just eating whatever the first yeah time. because i had i've had a lot of issues with eating disorders since i was really young yeah and i was afraid that if i started restricting in the house during a fucking pandemic that i've never lived through before that like if the only thing i was going to control was going to be my food shit was going to get bad real quick again yeah um, and 
you know, not everybody knows me, but I'm a pretty smart person (laughs) to give you an idea of how bad it got during college. I would repeatedly check the calories and the nutrition label on the backs of my tea bag boxes to make sure there weren't any calories. Like they would just magically show up after I started drinking the tea or something like yeah. It was not okay. So I was just like, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to like obsess over my weight. I'm just going to be like, whatever. And now like I put a little bit more weight on since we got in here and I was already not comfortable. (laughs) No, I'm really not comfortable. So I'm trying to just like be smart about it, you know, and not like not kick myself all the time and not, I don't know. But you, you hit the nail on the head. People with a history of it, mm-hmm. like like you and I, it comes down to control. When everything else in our life is out of control, that is the one thing that we can control. Right. And the fact that we're aware of it, you know, the fact that you're acknowledging it is huge. Oh, because I mean, you're a aware of time it. to get yeah. there. Oh, sure. God, yeah. But like, I know, um, when I was young, like restricting food or eating certain things only like whatever it was it was because of all the other chaos happening in my life right and I like I get it now like I said but then I was just like I mean and then there was like cutting too like I started cutting myself when I was really young but that was like a everything sucks and I don't know what's wrong I can't define it but I can like put a finger on this cut here and be like oh that's what's hurting right and I'm in control of this and like I know where it came from and like it's just such a strange way that your brain like compartmentalizes stuff and and makes it it just like helps you survive shitty things right (sighs) I mean (laughs) this is not that podcast though sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) hi guys hey what's up hello I'm Emily I'm Joy and this is the one, wait one two three residuals. We have to say why the first. Wait, I, who I said the ready? Okay. One. Say say who you are. I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm Emily, and I'm Joy. And this is one two three the, the residuals. residuals. That's the closest Almost. we've that was ever. It was. I th- I'm still blaming Skype. Um, so anyway, uh, here we are again via Skype. Hi. Hi. We're still not supposed to do anything fun, even though the county is open. Yeah. It's stage three pretty solidly right now. Yeah. Uh, although from our jaunt at the park today here in glendale california it looked like about four people got the mask memo and my family was three of those people jesus christ on a cracker at one point i had to be like i was like we have to go we i'm done being here we have to go now and tim was like what's the matter we got in the car i was like i was just about to like blanketly scream at everyone that they were an asshole so i had to leave before i like started some shit but like people had just like ripped down the caution tape, had tablecloths out and were throwing parties and like riding bikes around without masks on and working out in the middle of the park without masks on. And I was just like, mm, there's only so much that I can like 
keep my shit together for. Because <laughs> I, I traditionally have a pretty hot temper and no filter. And Wait, you do? You uh, do. I, I do. I you know. You do? <laughs> seem like it because i'm super quiet uh, and i don't ever fucking say how i feel about fucking anything what Mm -hmm. what was just beeping what was that i don't know i don't know there's all kinds of weird noises on our stuff you know what it was you know what i bet it was what? It's probably a ping, an alert coming to us from Facebook, letting us know that someone has said something. That um, might be. <laughs> so, faithful listeners. Oh. Recently, um, Emily had the smart idea to set up a Facebook. Because I don't know. We want to like, sorry. I, I, I don't know how smart it was. We, we are on our 20th episode. Oh my Yay. God. Yay. Happy 20th birthday. Yay. Happy 20th episode to you too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's 20th birthday. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Um, so she had this good idea of like setting up a Facebook account because you need one of those to do any sort of promo on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and we haven't done any actual promo other than like word of mouth and like our own personal social media. So we're right. like, yeah, let's, you know, we got like a few episodes under our belts now. Let's, let's promo a little bit and see if we can reach some more people. Yeah. Might as well. Um, y'all. I did not know that two moms holding hands in a picture with paranormal podcast written on it would elicit so many upset comments from strangers. Okay, hang on a minute. Listen, (laughs) let's take a look at the who the upset comments came from. White men. Yes. Middle-aged, uh-huh. technologically inept, boomers. Mm. One of them called us cunts. Not just cunts. There were a lot of U's in there, so and it was all in caps. All caps. I don't so know. Many Maybe his keyboard got broken. I don't know. But, you know, um, his real name is David, by the way. Um, <laughs> sorry. If you're going to call people cunts... I'm going to call you by your real name, David. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, I mean, I listen, that's one of my favorite words. I love it. Sure, love, me too. Jokingly, I'll jokingly call my friends a cunt every but now like, and then. These people are upset. The ones that are complaining are overall upset that we forced ourselves upon them in their feed. <laughs> And, like, the comments and, like, the, the way that they're upset. Like, I just started answering things like, oh, Will, I'm very sorry that you're so distressed. But if you go to your settings and search for help, you can change your advertisement settings so that you don't find these things anymore. And I, like, screen kept the help page and posted it. Right. Be more helpful. You're so kind. Seriously, if you want, if you guys want several giggles. Oh. Go find the Residuals podcast Facebook page. You will know it's ours because it's the picture of our dumb faces holding hands and I'm grabbing my boob. I was which just going to say, don't forget the titty. Right, which should lead you to believe that 
we're very serious and I must have a crystal ball in my bra. I posted um, on our Instagram page, the underscore residuals underscore podcast, a screen grab of what our Facebook page looks like. So if you want to go check yeah. it out, go for it. So uh, maybe maybe we could talk about um, premonitions today. Um, yeah, definitely. Because if you recall, I did text you the other morning. Mm-hmm. about a weird thing that happened do you remember mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. you talk about it um i woke up and for some reason was thinking about this woman who i only know from her instagram posts like we don't know the same mutual friends or anything um i just started following her months ago because i like the way that she cuts hair and i've enjoyed you know watching her like go through the struggle not enjoyed that sounds terrible i've i've enjoyed like sort of following her journey yeah yeah but like commiserating with the idea of like i can't work i'm self-employed and i can't work right now because of this and i have a child to take care of um so it's just i don't know she's she's a, a she seems like a nice person and she is good at what she does and i just follow her on instagram and i woke up thinking about her and I didn't know why. And I kind of like, you know, with her in the back of my head, walked around the house and you know, got my coffee and I had my breakfast. I'm still kind of oh, thinking about her, thinking about her. And then I realized I hadn't seen a post from her in a while, but I didn't like immediately freak out because Instagram is no longer instant and it hasn't been for a right. very long time, which is stupid, but that's another thing. Um, so I thought like maybe it just sort of got lost in the shuffle of whatever their algorithm is now. And I eventually opened Instagram that day and I see her face pop up while I'm scrolling and it's a picture of her and some other person. And I'm like, oh, there she is. Okay. She's funny. I was, you know, wondering why she hasn't posted. And I started reading the post and it was the friend that was in the picture who was writing the post because this woman who I'd been thinking about all morning had just gotten in a serious motorcycle accident um, with like broken ribs, a broken pelvis. I mean, like really, really badly off. Um, And I was immediately like, oh my God, this is horrible. I feel so bad. I'm glad that she's alive and she's getting care. But I was like, oh my God, this is so terrible. Oh, she has a young daughter. I hope that like... You know, I'm sure she's being taken care of, but just as a mom, I was like, oh, I hope she's like getting whatever she needs and and she's okay too. And I was like, man, is this why I was thinking about her this morning randomly? Um, Because that's not the first time that this has happened to me. Right. I mean, and if if you're a new listener, because we, (laughs) we, I guess, invaded your Facebook page. um, (laughs) But yeah, we've talked. Joy's talked about this in previous episodes. Um, that well, do you want to just touch on it briefly? I can, yeah, I can yeah, go for it. Stuff. I don't even remember what I've said so far about it. I can't. I I remember. think you talked about it in episode ten when we were talking with Rachel because she was talking yeah. about the what she sees when people are about to uh, uh, when people are going to yes, die. Yeah, I don't see stuff. I just feel things. Well, you just obsessively think about people. Or like, I just know things. Yeah. I feel like that's, I just, I just know. I just knew it was going to happen. I just knew, like, um, it's been going on, I don't know, probably my whole life. I mean, I I remember 
uh, one of the earlier incidents that I realized it was a thing was when I started like obsessively quiet, but not like I can't do other things. Like I go on with my life, but I just always have somebody stuck in the back of my head. And the woman at the bank, whose name was Gloria, who set up my first bank account when I went with my mom, like she was like our family bank teller or right. whatever, you know. Um, she was your regular lady. Right. I saw her all the time. We would catch up, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I remember I was like thinking about her, thinking about her, thinking about her. And I had asked my mom, oh, have you seen Gloria? I haven't seen her when I've gone to the bank. And, you know, I, I was thinking about her before that. She's like, no, I haven't seen her. And my mom finds out that Gloria had had a stroke. Oh. And was out and we got a letter from her one day and my mom was like really excited because she's like oh that means that like she's okay and she's recovering that's wonderful thank goodness and she opened this letter and the card writing was like shaky script mm-hmm. where she obviously had some like lasting physical issues right. from having the stroke um and okay so yeah like one thing i just was like wow that's really weird that i was thinking about her and then find out that this happened mm-hmm. and then another time I would be just driving around thinking about this girl I went to high school with who was not a good friend she was just like I went to a small high school and we kind of knew everyone so I was like why am I thinking about Erica wow that's so weird I wonder what she's up to I haven't seen her and probably three four years now I wonder what's going on and I like came around the corner of the road driving and there was an accident ahead and there was a girl standing on the side of the road next to her car and the car had obviously just struck a very large deer and the girl was bawling hysterically with somebody else standing there and it was the girl Erica that Jesus I had just Christ. Out. <laughs> oh my god joy um sometimes it happens in a more specific way like I remember one time I was thinking about my aunt, who I'm very close with. I grew up very close with. Um, and I was like, oh, I, that, of course I'm going to think about my aunt. I haven't seen her. I miss her. I love my aunt. I was like, why am I thinking about her and her teeth? I'm thinking about her and her teeth. What the fuck is going on? Why am I thinking about her and her teeth? And my mom tells me like two days later, oh, Aunt Steph had to have emergency surgery because she had like an infected tooth or something crazy. How? Like... Those weird things that will happen. Um, And it's usually only women unless it's someone that I've been very close to. Like a long time I've said, oh, it's usually just women. But recent events reminded me that sometimes it's like exes that I had been close with. Because I I remember um, I had a strange dream about an ex where... We were in our house, but it wasn't our house. (laughs) And we were together, but it wasn't us, but it was. Right. And we were, like, basically having a very awkward, like, breakup where I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go take my toiletries out of the bathroom then if I don't live here anymore. Like, it was this very weird dream, but dreams are fucking weird, so whatever. And he was like, no, 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 like, you don't have to go. You can just stay here. We just don't have to be together. And I finally ended up um, emailing him. And I was like, hey, I'm just 
wondering if everything's okay because I had this weird dream and you've been on my mind all day. And he's like, that's really funny because like very recently the woman that I was living with, we split up, but because of the pandemic. What? Because of the pandemic, we're living together. (laughs) So that was weird. Awkward. Really bizarre, specific things that have always felt to be a little more than coincidence. Right. You know? Right. Um, Yeah, sometimes like that. Or like, you know, I'll randomly call my mom. I'll get that like feeling like, oh, God. Like, you know how sometimes you go, oh, I should call my mom. But you just like put it off because whatever the fuck is going on. There are certain times where I'm like, no, it has to be right now. Right. And I've called her. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you called. I was just, like, so distraught and upset about whatever was going on. Right. And she's, like, in the middle of crying. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, there's those things. But it's not, I've never been able to say that there's, like, a very specific, I don't see them in a situation. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, like, certain um like clairvoyance or whatever, where they'll be like, I see someone and they're sitting in a room and they're crying and they're wearing a blue dress or whatever. It's not like that with me. It's just an impression, like a, a, a feeling of something. Uh, so yeah, I have a lot of weird stuff like that happen. Oh my God. Yeah. That's nuts though. And I, I don't know. Like, it's very hard to try to explain to someone, Hey, I'm having a feeling about you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, if they listen to this podcast. Right now, you all know if I fucking call you and I'm like, mm, don't could leave you the just house like, today. I'm just like thinking about you. Could you just be like a little extra careful. Um, I remember that same ex once I called him and I was like, I know this is weird, but could you just tell your mom to like be a little extra careful on her travels today? Because I know they're out of town and especially near water. <laughs> And, like, I don't know of anything that happened, but I just remember saying that to him. Right. Like, because I got, I've gotten to the point with certain relationships, I won't do it with everyone because there's still that, like, stigma of, like, you're weird enough, Joy, like, you don't have to fucking try anymore. Just stop. Right. <laughs> um, so, some people, I will try to be like, hey, I've just been, like, just be a little extra careful. And they'll be like, okay, because I know that you have had these moments where you've known things before. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's really hard to to give any sort of specific warning. Right. Because I, I don't, I don't know if maybe I can develop it. I just have not tried that much. I got to work on that. Well, who's out who's out there listening that can help me? <laughs> you know, since we Oh what? I just what? remembered another weird thing that I did once. Oh no, tell me. I love this your was, weird thing. This was like embarrassing. I doubt it. It was like something jumped in my body and like made me shout something out. And then I just giggled maniacally afterwards <laughs> because I was like, I can't believe that I just said that. That was so rude. <sighs> oh god. Um, if, if Nick or Becky are listening, they will remember this. This happened in Rhode Island, uh, my friends at my friend's house. And I don't know if we were there for like their son's 
birthday maybe or something but like it was a bunch of us there there were a bunch of couples like a, a few of us had gone to college together and like kept up over the years and I think I was in my mid-20s um and we're sitting in their kitchen and they said hey to another couple in the room um we wanted to ask you something and I'm not even involved in this fucking conversation and I I just burst out with oh they want to ask you if you'll take their son <laughs> if something happens to them <laughs> sorry, sorry, like, completely inappropriate like there was just no filter on my mouth. I just, and I said his name, I'm not going to say it on air, but I was just like, they want, they want you to take so-and-so if something happens to them. And I was just like giggling when I said it, because it was just like something like made me do it. Like I didn't what even was, mean to. What was their reaction? Did they look Everyone at you like. just stopped just and quiet? stared at me and they were like, yeah, that's what we were going to talk to you about. Because they like wanted this other couple oh to be like God. the technical guardians should right. anything happen to them. I had no knowledge of this. I just like Bleh. way to go, inappropriate. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm like so bad. Oh my God, that's nuts, though. <sighs> so sometimes it's not great. <laughs> Have you had anything like that since? With like the outburst of it? Well, yeah, just yeah. Um, I would say probably when I had been drinking in my 30s. <laughs> I think we all have just gonna <laughs> Where I would just like just shout gonna... things like she's yeah. trying to fuck you. But that might have been like <laughs> apparent to everyone in the bar at the time. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. You know, going back to our, our Facebook page, um, yeah. it's really interesting that now, you know, friends of mine on the book of faces they now know about the podcast and all of that because of the facebook page and they've been reaching out and they're like you because they've listened to our episodes god bless them thanks guys i love you gals um pals friends um and one of them reached out and they were like i remember that but do you remember this and you were here for it and I had completely <gasps> forgotten. Ooh. And after we started talking about it, I was like, oh, my God, fuck, yeah, I remember. And it w- it's nuts. And I just had another one of my, my really good mates reach out to me. Um, and he was the one that when I was in uni and I had that awful haunted apartment with the shadow person that would stand in the kitchen window um, when shit uh-huh. kicked off really badly, he was the one that came and got me from my apartment and took me straight to his house. Cause he was like one of my best mates. There was nothing dodgy going on there. Sure. Um, and he came and got me, took me to his house. He went back by himself to my apartment and right. he is kind of a skeptic. Like he like whatever big dude. And he walked in there and he like ran, got my books, got Whoa. my stuff, got out of there. Really? Yeah. It was just really fucked. But yeah. Um, but he reached out to me and he's like, and I need to talk to you because he went to the same school in the same area with mm-hmm. me that me and Kat did. And he's like, I've got stories. We had some mad yeah, shit go down. Seems that like town, weird. it's like. I think that's how like Newport is too. Yeah. 
Because it's not just the school and you're like the whole town is weird like that. So, I mean, she'll probably send an email in about it, but just, you know, with her stuff other than this, what happened with us, because she's had way more shit happen since then. Mm -hmm. So I talked, I think one of our last episodes, I talked about um, the... And I think I'd talked about it earlier before, but so my best friend in high school, her boyfriend was killed in a bad car accident the yeah. summer before my senior year of high school. He was an absolutely lovely guy, like absolutely lovely. Um, uh, and he's the one that the funeral home, they had the crushed rose the pink quartz or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 outside and i was like i'm gonna take one of these with me because i'm stupid and i was 16 no like, it's not because yeah, but, you, you were know, stupid. i know it's, you were emotional and you were trying yeah. to hang on to somebody and i didn't realize i was also hanging on to every other person <laughs> who had been right but you know now i do well, <laughs> but so you didn't know that no but she so she reached out to me and she said do you remember the dreams that we both had? And I was like, wait, wait, what? And I thought, and at first I thought I knew exactly what she was talking about because she had a dream about him one night that he was at a party at her then boyfriend's in university. She went to a different school than me. She was at a party at her then boyfriend's house and a bunch of his mates came up and they were like, hey, there's a guy downstairs that says he knows you. And she goes downstairs and there's a guy oh. standing with his back to her and he's like holding court and everyone's like, eh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> and he turns around and he says, yeah, you know me, don't you? And it's him. Oh. And she wakes up. So she tells me about this dream and I'm like, oh man, that's nuts. Because I hadn't dreamt about him since we were in high school. My dream about him was we were rearranging the cemetery with the rearranging. people the cemetery with the help of the people who were buried there. And so we were just moving things about and I had like a, a card, like a card catalog box. And so we were going through it and he was there with me and he was trying to talk to me and trying to tell me stuff. And I couldn't hear him. There was no sound. Oh. So it was getting really frustrating. So that was the last time that I remember dreaming about him and her dream. I then went on to have the identical dream the next week, but instead of it being him, it was a strange guy that I didn't recognize who right. turned and said, you know me, don't you? Oh and God. like a day or two later, I saw a picture of that guy wearing the same outfit in a girl's room that I'd never been into before. And it was her friend who had been killed in a tragic accident two months prior. And oh so my you know my mate from high school reaches out we used to have sleepovers all the time at her house because she had the fun house like they had the trampoline and uh -huh. you know what i mean and um so we would have sleepovers in her bedroom and we'd just share the bed you know so her boyfriend smoked salem's the very, one that had passed you're talking yeah, about yeah very pungent very distinctive menthol God bless him. <laughs> and we both would have dreams about him and we would both wake up at the same time because we were both smelling cigarette smoke. <gasps> and her room would be thick with cigarette smoke. Oh, my God. And it was... And that happened a few times. And I completely fucking forgot about this until oh. she reached out to me and was texting me. And so I completely forgot about that. But, yeah, so that happened. But then she's also had... He's still there. 
with her. And this, he passed away in 1995. Oh, my goodness. Um, And it's not like a malevolent something. It's like keeping an eye. So she's going to write to us about that. So, you know, we'll be still like she still has dreams about him now. Mm-hmm. Or like still like smell cigarette smoke and stuff. Uh, wait till her letter comes. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well. Mm-hmm. And also, her little girl has had experiences. So we'll oh. hear about that in our letters coming. I am looking forward to hearing yeah. about that. Hopefully, maybe we'll have another scare mail episode coming up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I enjoy those a lot. Me I too. I love hearing ghost stories. You know, and here's the thing. While we may be playing with demons, Joy, um, <laughs> you know, I think the fact that the it's it's opening up a conversation for people to have with us and it's opening up, like, people feeling comfortable to talk about stuff that's happened with them. Yeah. And, you know... And I think it's more than that. I think it's more than ghost stories. It's more than experiences that you can't understand, that you can't explain and you don't really understand. I think it's also looking at other parts of it, like, you know, why this is happening and people who study this and why they think it happens. And actually, because, you know, UCLA has an actual department that's dedicated to this stuff dedicated to investigating not just the paranormal but like different dimensions and all of that stuff and because we don't know if that's what it is we don't know any of this we don't know that's why we're asking these questions and hypothesizing Exactly. exactly like i don't know if i saw a ghost maybe i just saw a blip of another dimension like accidentally infringing on ours exactly no clue. Maybe it was an acid flashback from when i did all of those gel tabs in university i don't know maybe i don't maybe have not. that as a possibility in my life oh, so silly. you're on your own um <laughs> i can't handle that my my very strict Capricorn brain is just like, no, absolutely not. An example of what it was like the first time of the three times I did shrooms. I was alone in the house with my boyfriend at the time. And I couldn't leave the house because I was too afraid. So I had to stay in. And I went to the bathroom at one point. Oh, no. I was peeing. No, it wasn't the mirror. Oh, no, this was the second time I did it? Whatever. It wasn't that many times, so it doesn't matter. But I went into the bathroom to pee, and I was peeing. And I remember being overcome by the smell of bleach. What? And I was like, why is it so bleach? Bleach and ammonia. (gasps) That will kill me. (gasps) He's trying to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No. Don't let me do drugs is the moral of the story. Like, if you're going to give me something, it needs to be like a Xanax or a Valium. Like, I'm already at an 11. I do not need to go higher. There was the last time that I did them. I remember we were like coming down and watching The Wizard of Oz. Oh, God. And I see like every ripple in the backdrop. And I kept sitting up going, is this a fucking dress rehearsal? Is this the right movie? (laughs) Like, I just get super angry about things. I'm just like, I've seen this movie 8 million times. Why does this look like the shittiest production of this movie I've ever seen? Oh, my God. 
Okay, hang on. I gotta tell you this. You'll appreciate this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, in university, this is when, I mean, this was when I just had the most fun with things that, whatever. So my friend had made pot brownies and I'd never had pot brownies before. And I didn't realize that you should maybe eat them in moderation because pot brownies, it's like liquor. It doesn't hit you immediately. It takes time. So I ate half a tray. (laughs) <gasps> um, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't walk I was having to crawl across the floor like a commander <laughs> and they had a they had a papasan sofa as you do in college Everyone. especially if in the you south you didn't have one you just did, did you even go to school ideas. yeah no so yeah and so they had a papasan and I was stuck in it because I was I couldn't move and so this oh this is glorious this, they had a bootleg of Titanic <laughs> and because it was the 90s it had been someone had taken their video recorder into a movie theater <laughs> and it was just people ducking under the screen trying to go get snacks and go to the toilet and i was laughing so hard but at the same time i was like i'm gonna piss myself and if i piss myself i can't do anything because i can't move right now because i can't feel my body but this is really funny and i can't stop laughing and what am i gonna do don't do drugs and if you do do them in a healthy moderation do them with people that have done them a lot before you (laughs) (laughs) just i just don't (laughs) or just Sit here like me with my tiny rollerball of various essential oils that I keep rubbing on me because my head hurts. You just it smells really. You're good. just gonna huff them. You just sit in there. Yes, they just, smell mm. so good. Galactus. It's peppermint. like it's like fancy Ben Gay. It's, oh. so, it's so nice. Amazing. Ben Gay is a very um. It's a comforting smell for me because it reminds me of the bathroom that I used to share with my grandparents when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so I would I was going to ask you a question. What is it? I had a question for you. Um, can we chat a little bit about past life regression? Oh yeah! Because we've both been watching the holes are files and I would like to give a shout out to that show because oh, I am yeah. very into it. Um, I appreciate the whole way yeah. that it's shout like set up. I really, really like it. Shane. Shane. Listen, Poor Shane. Oh, Shane. Every time oh, Shane, Shane. you're going to go be by yourself in the basement. The look on his face is no, please don't make me do this again. And again. then they have to follow it up with Shane. If you get scared, you can't run away because that defeats the purpose of you being down. <laughs> and then I just cry inside for him. And I'm like, Shane, it's okay. You got this. By the way, just and quickly. Cindy's upstairs, like, automatic writing that there's a monster in the fucking yeah. basement. She's, She's like, like, wait, 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 wait. <gasps> Shane. Shane. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But it's really very good. It's very yeah. good. And, and I recommend. It's on um, the Travel Channel. I, I recommend is. checking it out. Travel Channel's got some good ghost shit. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Dead Files. Dead Files. Kindred, Kindred Spirit. Spirits, man. Oh, Amy Bruni. I'll, pl- I'll plug her book because why not? She yeah. just released a book and I think I got to go get it. Um, have you done? You haven't done past life regression before, have you? I have not done past life regression. Um, I 
believe you said you did. I did. Would you be willing to talk about it a little, or is it just too personal? <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, yes. no. So it was it was a group it was a group thing that one of our mutual friends arranged, and I honestly didn't think anything was going to come of it. I more went out of just curiosity because she'd done it before and she had a really interesting experience, and it just sounded really like all right. You know, I'm down for anything once, so I went. And it was a bit strange because there was like maybe 15 of us in the room. And it's this, um, so the the person that does it, they basically kind of walk you back into somewhat of a state of hypnosis. And then they talk you through, there's a, there's a, there's a way that they talk you to get to this place. And then like, that's so, so it seems to be like you start at like the furthest back and then you move up to a certain extent because then they like, I don't know if he was Mm. moving us through different lives because I don't remember hearing his voice. So yeah, it was, it was. And the thing is, is I don't know. Were you sitting? Were you laying down? I want to know like all of the things. So I was just sitting on a cushion on the floor uh, with my back against a wall because my back is Shit. so i was just like i need to be comfortable if i'm going to be traveling through space and time so um <laughs> like a twilight zone you're just so. gonna piss off everyone on I both know. sides of the aisle Apparently. it's very funny that's the thing and i thought it was just going to be a bunch of cod swallop but what happened was it was very vivid um very vivid and i would think that maybe if it was just me and this person doing it i would then be very skeptical and thinking well maybe they're planting these things in my head but it was a large it you know like I said it was like 15 women in the room with me and after we were done everyone went around the room and talked about what they experienced none of them were anywhere near to being the same as the other ones so my first one um I was in a dark room and um it's nighttime of it there's no electricity because it's like i don't know victorian ages and i am watching um a child's toy go round so it's like i don't know if you remember it's like it's like a round cage and it has illustrations inside like the of cartoons? it. Exactly. Like the cartoons? Like a book, but spread it's, out. But yeah, so it's yeah. it's a round it's a round metal cage okay. and it spins because it's like it's powered by like a candle kind of yeah, deal, yeah. right? So I'm watching this. I'm watching one of those go and I can see my hands and I can see that I'm wearing a black dress and it's got white frilly cuffs coming out underneath. And the only reason that I knew that I wasn't the hired help was because of the jewelry that I had on. I had a really nice ring on, right? Mm. But it was very vivid watching this thing spinning around. Do and you then, remember what the image was? I think it was horses. Uh, oh. I know, right? Hello. So the next thing I know, I am in like a tenement building and it's from like around the, it feels like it's like, you know, the Jack the Ripper times. Mm-hmm. And 
I am surrounded by screaming dirty kids that it's very obviously my screaming dirty kids. Oh. And I am the, I'm surrounded by laundry and I'm washing clothes and I'm ironing and I'm pressing clothes and I'm washing and I'm hanging. And I just feel absolutely just defeated. Like this is oh. my, this is my oh. fucking life. And it's just like all consuming that and so that was that and then the next one was i'm standing on a street corner i know i'm in new york because it's a street corner where off a street that i'd lived on when i'd been in new york for work before um i'm about to look it up actually i'll tell you in a minute but i'm standing on the street corner and i think it's like the 40s because i'm wearing like one of those clarabelle hats Uh do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah and i'm going to work um to do like some kind of secretary job and it's like i am a young independent lady in you know going into a world where um You know, it's normally men who are working, mm-hmm. and I'm starting in my career. And I'm that like, last life, you were like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's like I could clearly see the awnings on the stores, the colors, the cars going by. The, I could feel people walking by me, and I'm just standing there on the street corner, and it's like, I'm doing it. I'm actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm living this, you know, and what it was, I, so I'll tell you exactly where I was standing. It would have been the corner of West 58th and 6th Avenue. Oh, huh. Oh no, West, yeah, no, West 58th and 6th Avenue. But, and then I woke up and what it, the, the pattern that came out for me was, going from a life of excess lots of money obviously to absolutely nothing just mm-hmm. absolute um being defeated being mm-hmm. very defeated very defeated like beyond overwhelmed it sounds like, like just like given up yeah. just doing everything i could to just scrape by and just being stuck and knowing that there was no way out, this was my life, and this was mm. what my life was, and this is what my life was going to be, to then being this young woman, early 20s, standing there on a street corner, like, seeing the future changing and being a part of it, and knowing that she was in control of her destiny and no one else was. Wow. And then I came to, because then he woke all of us up, and it was like, What I took away from it is I have extreme fear of financial instability, Mm -hmm. of being that, especially the city that we live in, you know, you're always afraid that you're about to lose everything, that you're a month away from losing everything. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've, I've always been. I mean, we work our asses off, but it doesn't mean like I'll ever not panic about that stuff and so you know one of the things they said was well that could just be where it's from it's from this deep seated Mm -hmm. the cycle just travel that that concern that fear is always yeah just perpetuated that's crazy but the thing is is like the last one really got me because it was when I was in New York living on that street 
Mm-hmm. That I remember, I anytime I went to New York for this particular show I was on, and I went there four times, it was an amazing experience because I, my favorite thing to do, and you know this because you lived there, I would put on my headphones and I would just go for walks by yep. myself. All mm-hmm. the fucking time. And I loved going out when it was pissing down with rain and seeing yep. tourists in their flip-flops. And, oh, yeah. you know, just my favorite thing to do. Like, I had... Oh, I lived there for a fifth time for a job. And I was living in Chelsea. Okay. And I was... Because I was across the street from the postal service, from their big mm-hmm. post office sorting facility. And I would walk down 8th to Hudson every day and it was right by the Holland Tunnel mm-hmm. and it was just like that's what I did every day morning and night and it was like it was my first job producing at that point and the times before that it was like this is like this is what I've always wanted to do and I'm making it happen and yeah like it's that same feeling yeah it's that exact yeah. same feeling looking back on it now yeah it's rad. That's so cool. But yeah, so that was my experience. Although I don't know if what it is, is it was actually past lives or if it was just that digging into the subconscious of these are what my base fears are. And, you know. I wonder too about uh, ancestors because Mm -hmm. We know now with genetics and like epigenetics that things that happen to your grandmother could affect your genetic makeup potentially. Like technically, um, grandmothers are carrying part of their grandchildren. Right. So there has been um, discussions about like if there's a famine and you know like the grandmother goes through a famine like how will it affect it could potentially affect the grandchild because they're a part of them then but there have been scientific studies about post-traumatic stress that it affects the the genealogy somehow and mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress can be passed down yeah you're saying it better than me i'm sorry no that's okay but it's like it somehow Severe post-traumatic stress, especially people who have uh, been, you know, in the armed services who have seen shit, mm-hmm. it, it somehow alters your your makeup on a chemical level. Huh. And that is passed down. I'm not a scientist, so I'm probably saying this wrong, but it, there are studies that have happened because they're trying to figure out why why it somehow gets passed down do you know yeah. what i mean kind of yeah. like the they they're one of the theories on alcoholism is that it's a genetic mm-hmm. disposition so yeah it's just interesting because i wonder yeah. like is it a past life or are you seeing pieces of your ancestors because they left an imprint on you somehow yeah i don't know i, I mean yeah Here's the thing, you you and I both knew this, like when you have a kid, right, they can do a blood test when you're like 10 weeks along. Oh my God, and I know. Then your kid's DNA is already in your bloodstream, so mm-hmm. they can, you know, figure shit out. But their, their DNA stays within your body, and they found particularly mothers who've had sons, it's in their heart, it's in their heart tissue. 
So, you know, you think about that and then you think about, like you're saying, the generations that have gone before you. So it's that. It's like, yeah, like, where is this stuff and how does it show up? And well, I mean, you you look at, you know, finding your history, finding your right. family. Yeah, you know, I was going to bring that DNA. up, too. Like, yeah, I, uh, a quick backstory on my biological history. Um, I didn't know my biological father because he was a donor. Um, but I recently was contacted by his family because of DNA on Ancestry. And the things that I've learned about him and the way that he acted and the things that he was interested in and uh, careers and, and stuff like that are very much my wheelhouse, more so than what I grew up around. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, I am interested in this idea of like, what can your ancestors pass down and what is that imprint? And is it similar to me going, oh, well, you were a singer and an actor. I've done that a lot of my life, you know, and no one else in my family where I grew up was. But that's really interesting that my dad was on, you know, in like New York City and doing off Broadway shows and stuff. And I wasn't very far away, like adamantly demanding a guitar from my parents because I wanted to sing and I was in shows and stuff um it's that nature versus nurture thing right but it's also exactly like you're saying you know it's there has to be god like the universe is so much fucking bigger than we are and there's Mm -hmm. so much about science that it's still yet to be understood and yeah there's that it's like there's that trippy part of it and if I think about it too much honestly I I start to spiral like I remember when I was a kid I would start thinking about my eyeballs and then be like well how do my eyeballs work how do I know what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing what the fuck is going on oh my god and I'm like six years old and I'm having a panic attack about my eyeballs no big deal um that should explain a lot for anybody (laughs) who doesn't know me very well um but it's that whole thing about the genealogy and the DNA and being able to trace it so far back, you know. Yeah, that shit, this shit gets imprinted and your mm-hmm. DNA changes from the different people that you're, you know, interrelated with. And it gets modified. Sorry, I'm hitting my mic. I'm excited and I'm moving my hands a lot. And it gets modified. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it still traces back to this one spot. And it's like... Yeah, if there's trauma back there somewhere or there's something that's gone on, like you were saying, there's a famine or like mm. with the whatever I saw in my thing, it's that going from having everything to having absolutely nothing to being destitute. There's that kind of, I guess it's 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 almost like a computer code for us. Like the code is constantly mm-hmm. being written and added to and added to and added right. to. And that's just how we're made up. Oh, I'm like getting I'm deep. Wondering- yeah, like I'm like you're saying, oh, well, you know, maybe the reason that I I am more concerned than the average person with my finances. Um, you know, like you're how you were saying like I'm just afraid of like month to month or I'm afraid of like losing it all or whatever. Like I I've worked hard and I've been like I've been super poor and I have been well off and I've managed things, you know, on both ends of the spectrum. But I'm the kind of person that's like, well, I want to do this. And I will not take no for an answer. Right. I'm just like, no, I will figure it out. Like, no matter how crazy it sounds to people where I've had people say, you will never do that. You will fail. 
and I have completely succeeded. It's just been like two middle fingers up. Like I'm doing this. Right. Like I'm wondering where does that fucking come from? <laughs> Is there like, you know, but the, oh, the regression thing, I, I like hearing about it because when I imagine it, I worry that my brain just won't do it. I worry that I'll just be like, but oh, that's, I'm still awake. No, and I'm that's still what awake. I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Because I went into it thinking, oh, God, this is going to be a bunch of bullshit. And what happened was, is like, here. yeah, listen, like, oh, talk about God, I mean, I'm relaxed. It's, you know, this wall it's is fine. very comfortable Not on my getting back. getting yelled at by my kid. <laughs> Jesus. And something oh. else. This, anyway, today was a day. Um, but... Yeah, it was something that I really didn't anticipate experiencing what I did. And I came out of it feeling, I actually came out of it feeling really unsettled because it was so visceral. It was so, it was very real, very real. And And it was someone in LA, right? Yeah, it Hmm. wasn't just what I was seeing that felt so real. It was being inside that person feeling what they were feeling yeah so yeah if anyone who's listening to us um has any information or has done a past life regression that they would like to share or to just like tell me more about i am all ears i i'd like gathering information as much as possible before i put myself in any sort of situation where I have to actually do it <laughs> I think that's the thing I don't I don't want people to think that when we ask them to write to us they, that we just want haunting stories we want everything oh no tell me know? everything I want UFO stories I I want I don't know just anything weird totally yeah absolutely yeah we we don't just want to hear ghost stories like no. are you having the same dream have you had premonition dreams oh my god do you tell not me know about what it meant? all your weird dreams tell yes. me about your weird recurring dreams have you seen it yes D- ufos do you think you've yes. seen yes oh maybe a bigfoot who knows you know people see weird shit when they're driving down a country road in the middle of the night preferably if you were sober let's do it yeah all of you it know? man all anything of that weird shit. anything unexplained i mean mm-hmm. paranormal not nor- like Come on. Not normal. Paranormal is not just ghost stories. <sighs> yeah. I feel like I need to hear more alien stories because that's one of the the things with me where my brain goes, I don't know. <laughs> and I I'm don't know I'm not going to lie, man. Alien stuff freaks me the fuck out. I know some people that like it legit scares them. But for me, it's part of my brain just goes, disregard disregard yeah <laughs> just like why are you doing that like aliens are completely plausible yes and i however i will say i think my terror of them has come from watching one too many episodes of the dead files uh oh when she's like and she pulls the face and she says oh no these aren't these are aliens they're coming and they're taking you and they're trying to get in the house. And that's when I'm like, nope, noping yeah. out of this motherfucker. No. Nopey, nope, nope, nope. Noping no. out. I mean, there's there's a specific protocol for probing my butthole. And um, <laughs> does that include dinner? So write us at uh, <laughs> alienbuttsex at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> just kidding. That's probably someone's email. Already. Probably. Yeah, probably. Send um, us an email to the residuals podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to repeat the one. for you. The residuals with an S plural podcast at gmail.com. Give us a follow at our Instagram page, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. I didn't even have to look at it. I remember it now. You've only taken me 20 times. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Um, and you know it's what? Been like really, a year. I know. You know what would be really nice, Joy? Mm-hmm. You know what would be really nice? What would be nice? If the lovely people listening right now would go and rate and review us. Yeah. On the iTunes or follow, the like, service. subscribe, rate, Heck review, yeah. all of that. Go to the Facebook page and read, read the it. things. Oh on, my god! On our advertisement, um, Alan. It's just, it's really, it's, it's something. Not, it's, I want you before I forget. Um, thank uh, Purple Hyphen Planet for their music. Yeah. Yes. I also uh, we had our first segment of what the fuck was that? <gasps> yeah, we did. Um, and I would like to thank my husband for the music for that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So and thank also, you too. You know, we Joy in editing things has been finding some EVPs along the way, which mm-hmm. are bonkers. But you know, if you've heard any at any point, please write us in and let us know uh, because. Jesus, yeah. I don't know, man. Do it. They're send there. It. For yeah, sure. they're, she's found them in other ones. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, send us an email. Just let us know whereabouts and in what episode. Um, but you know what? I just want to say to all of the people out there protesting, you know, I am still, I'm just so fucking blown away and in awe of you and your voices being heard and you're wearing face masks and you know just uh, man keep going shit's changing and shit's happening and Mm -hmm. you know what oh things are happening to all of those (laughs) tiktok k-pop fucking amazing (laughs) fuck yeah fucking amazing i love all of you for ticket bombing well played friends well played yeah. Well, you know, Joy, do you mm-hmm. wanna do you wanna do our what what the one thing are you grateful for in this shit storm? What am I well, we're recording on Father's Day. Mm. Um so I will say that I am grateful to have a counterpart as wonderful as my husband who is not concerned about traditional uh husband wife roles and i'm the one who owns the power tools and it's fine so like i'm happy that like my my son goes no that's mom's drill (laughs) like very seriously (laughs) as he fucking shit right um no we we have our our roles you know what we're good at and and what we like doing and it's not based on our genitalia so matt props for that but our genitalia are very fond of each other, so <laughs> that's also really thankful for that. <laughs> thankful for that. Your turn. How do I follow that? Um, here's the thing. I 
same thing father's day you know it says a lot that you know he was at my job during this covid thing um switched to being work from home full time and he went on hiatus with his show and he stepped right up and stepped right in and did not you know there was no this is not this is women's work bullshit right he took care of our kid like he's the best dad ever she's obsessed with him and you know she has gone through some setbacks since all of this stuff happened and one of them being she's afraid to sleep in her bedroom because she's three you know and so she wants sure. to sleep in our room and so she falls asleep on our bed every night and you know last night she wouldn't go to sleep unless we were both laying next to her holding her hands and she's obsessed with him and he is so good and calm and doesn't lose his shit which god teach me and <laughs> you know he's her jungle gym basically and it's but you know they just like the way that he makes her laugh it just and when she just wants to be held by daddy yeah it's like dude Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah and also he can cook really well and i don't and he's really neat (laughs) And tidy, and I am a slob. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. But anyway, guys, we love you. And yes. Thanks for yeah. hanging out with us. Uh, next time, uh, I think we're going to have a little uh, interview we do. Yeah. And you know what? In the interim, send us all of your weird shit. The Residuals yeah. Podcast. The sure. residuals podcast at gmail.com and yes. rate and review us. All right. Oh, okay. I love you. Bye. I love you. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Oh, Bye. What else? What? Don't be Heaven. afraid of the dark, motherfucker. Oh, shit. You I dumbass. Will. I will. Yeah, okay. You okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. We were accused of um, preying on vulnerable people and taking their money. And I was like, where's all this money that I'm making on this podcast?